Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. 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 And if Calvin Johnson winds up being a first ballot Hall of Famer, which he did, who's the guy who threw him all those footballs? Live from Los Angeles, home of Super Bowl 56. Earlier on the show, ESPN broadcasting legend Chris Berman. Pro Football Hall of Famer Deion Sanders. Pro Football Hall of Famer Troy Aikman. Still to come. Pro Football Hall of Famer Charles Woodson. Plus, Cowboys quarterback. Dak Prescott. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Number three of the Rich Eisen show here on Peacock. (laughs) We just showed the show open, and my guest Charles Woodson likes seeing the young Rich. Or, you know what? It's just a different time. It's a different time. (laughs) Hair a little darker. (laughs) Hair. Um, Good to see Chris Brockman, Mike Del Tufo in their spots. We've got T.J. Jefferson in his spot. He's already playing with the old house money with Troy Aikman having shown up here. And then James Harden is now a Philadelphia 76er. And Dak Prescott's about to join us in studio. But not before we have another chat with our Pro Football Hall of Fame friend, courtesy of Knock on the Door, Ford Hall of Fans, as well as the 8th Annual Culinary Kickoff, our friend from Fox, as well as the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Charles Woodson. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you as well. Hey, let's just jump into this... uh, uh, the doc you and Brady did with NFL Films on ESPN about the tuck rule is one of the best football documentaries I've ever seen. It is that good. Wow. Wow. Well, well, not only because it's so well done, NFL Films doing their thing, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's, it's you sitting down with Tom Brady going over one of the most famous plays in the history of the NFL playoffs, and it's real talk between the two of you guys. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. It was, and it's funny because over the years, I've had so many people that have walked up to me and said, hey, man, have you and Tom ever talked about that play? And it's like, no, like, really, why, why would we? You know, the play happened. It's not as if Tom made the call. Mm-hmm. He was just part of the play. So there's really no reason to talk to him and be like, hey, Tom, man, you made the wrong call. He didn't make it. Uh, but as time went on, you know, we both got approached, you know, NFL films. Let's talk about the, the play. And uh, he was in, I was in, and we sat down, man, and we just, we had a lot of fun, you know, talking about it. But what I will say is, mm-hmm. I tweeted this the other day, is that I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but I do have my doctorate of laws from the University of Michigan. Yes. I won the case. <laughs> it, hey, you guys watched it. Did you hear him? Well, Fumble. That's now he kind of, it slipped out of him, but the wrong guy to ask there. That was the truth spilling out of them. So, again, your position is even with the rule being what it was, you still think it's a fumble or or what? Because the rule at the time made it 
clear that if you are bringing the ball down in the process of bringing it down and the ball comes loose, that's considered an incomplete pass, which is absurd because, as I was saying for years, and Mike Pereira, the head of NFL refs at the time, was countering that it removes the gray area from whether it's a pass or not. I'm like, actually, you're creating the gray area. Right. That there's no more of a clear indication I do not intend to throw than by tucking the football. That So the immediate process of tucking makes you a runner, and that should be a fumble. 100%. That's it. Yeah. End of story. And this entire documentary is the gray area. And right. two greats involved in an all-time play um, is just you're arguing gray area. And I'm just thinking to myself, my kids, when they grow up and see this stuff, <laughs> right. they'll be like, wait a minute. What are you talking about? Exactly. Yeah, what they'll are you be like, about? what are you talking about? And the way they always start the argument is that his arm was going forward. Well, at which point his arm's not going forward. It's no longer a pass or an attempt to pass. If you're attempting to tuck the ball back under, if you, even if you're an attempt, and yeah. even if you don't get it all the way back to the body. And like, like I explained in a documentary, I said, Tom, once you got the ball here, you've never thrown the ball downfield down here. Right. You're bringing that ball back. It doesn't matter what happened beforehand. It's a fumble. Like, that just is what it is. And so everybody, oh, well, that was the rule. And, you know, yeah, maybe it was a fumble, but that was the rule. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't care about a rule. <laughs> you ever heard rules were meant to be broken? Uh-huh. That, there's, there's no argument for bringing the ball back, slapping it out, fumble, it's over. But then you guys are like going at it about, you know, Tom talk, brought it with, did, it never hit his second hand, you know, and if it had right. touched his second hand, then obviously now he becomes a runner and he wouldn't have been so, able to get out. So either. he made up his own rule. So <laughs> if, if, you're, if both of your hands touch the ball, that constitutes as a, as a fumble. So when it was all over and the day was, the shoot was over, how did it end between the two of you, you know? Uh, you know, I gave him a bottle of whiskey, and he was on his way. I was on my That's way. <laughs> that was it. What did you think when Tom walked out and he was wearing the Super Bowl ring from that year? Oh, that was, hey, that was harsh. Hey. That, was, that was harsh. Knife to the yeah, that was, just right in the face, you know, like a little knife in the gut. You know, it's like, man, it's like the song. It's supposed to be me. It's supposed to be me. Did you know he was bringing a Super Bowl ring that day? Did you know that? Uh, no, I, I did not. <laughs> and, it, and you know, do you know how many people think it was Brady's house that you shot this in? It was not his house, correct, that you shot this in? Oh, it was not. It was not. I think we saved him, though, because if that was his house, you'd probably have people riding by, spray paint tuck rule on his house. <laughs> we, don't want, we don't want that. <laughs> we don't want that, Rich. Who won the pool game? Did Brady end up beating you? I got crushed. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I was caught up in the moment, you know. Yeah, he was in your head. He was in my head. He got in my head. I was trying. I was trying to explain what would happen if it went the other way, and I'm trying to shoot. He got me. Well, the two parts of this documentary that really, uh, like, one I didn't know. Well, all of them I didn't. I didn't realize, and one I didn't know. The one I didn't know is Eric Allen, your teammate, and the play before the tuck, um, and the play before. He Brady's running out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And Eric Allen saw Charlie Weiss, the OC, go up to Tom and basically, you know, have an opportunity with his young quarterback to physically face to face tell him what we're gonna do next. Yeah. And Eric hid behind the, the <laughs> just wait just waiting in the behind, week. He hid behind the official and heard what the next play call was gonna be. 
So just kind of just inconspicuously, he's standing on their sideline. Yeah. And so what's interesting is that when he came to the huddle, he was like explaining what they were going to do. Right. But we were like, how do you know that, right? <laughs> hey, this is what the team's going to do. And yeah. we're like, really? Okay. So the, the way they lined up, it was set up for that because, you know, it was three by one single receiver side. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, he's going to try to throw it. EA's going to pick it. And so that was, that's the thing that gave me time to get there, and that's what made him bring the ball back down. That's what caused the fumble. So he brings the ball back down because he sees if I let it go, it's a pick. It was a pick off. And, but the fact that he saw that and that option was taken away immediately allowed you the time to get to him. That's it. And he, so, so he told this to you in the huddle, and you called that, that, that defense specifically based on his information? No, no, no. We, we, um, the play, they called the play. We, it was a blitz on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for me, lining up the way I did, I tried to line up as wide as I could, you know, just to make it seem like I'm lined up over the receiver. I have the receiver as man-to-man. To just kind of get out of his, his, his purview. And uh, play snap, I'm coming from out wide. Mm-hmm. So he you know, brings the ball back down, I'm there. I got time to get there because EA's sitting there waiting for this ball to release out of his hand. So if he throws the ball, EA's going 60 yards the other way. And the other thing I didn't realize is you hit him in the head. And then Brady, when the ball was out, he kicked he, he, tri- he kicked him right in the... Right. He you tri- know. He, who did he trip? He tripped. It was Beaker. He tripped Beaker yeah. trying to go recover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who ended up recovering, right? He Beaker actually, recovered it, actually yeah. got it, yeah. Yeah. And so... So basically, it's two to one. <laughs> two <laughs> to one. <laughs> what's, what's the other one? What's the, the, two, the initial fumble. Yeah, uh, initial fumble, yeah, yeah. That's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really was well done. Was. It, it was. was it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And it was great. Yeah. So I wasn't expecting some of the names to pop. I mean, Walt Coleman, the actual referee from the game in yeah. the documentary, he was great. There's no intent in the rule. I'm so thankful this thing's <laughs> out of the rule book. It's just such a dumb conversation. Just a dumb conversation. Was he bringing it down? Was he not? Just the act of going from here, doing this, regardless if it's forward or not, right. is a clear indication. I no longer intend to throw. And that's what I was telling Pereira for all those years. And guess what happened? They took the rule out. You're welcome. <laughs> you know what, Rich? You're welcome. Thank you. I'm a factor. Thank that's you. all I'm trying to say, Charles. You. You're a force. You're, I'm a force. You're a force. With which to be reckoned. That's right. Um, okay, let's uh, talk about uh, what's the knock on the door for Hall of Fame fans that you're going to be part of right here. Um, fans have a chance to be repped in the Hall of Fame? In the Hall of Fame, man. Just like all of the legends of the game. Okay. You know, they'll have a display in Canton. And every year you have fans that are nominated. And uh, you know what? They they get a knock. From you? Somebody gets a knock. You And you and you do the they knocking? They get a knock. I'll let you know. Hey, <laughs> you're in the Ford Hall of Fans. Wow. How right. cool is that for the fans? There you go. That's awesome. You get the knock. Yeah. And then the uh, at the uh, Porsche Experience Center in Carson, California, you, uh, your founding partner of the annual culinary kickoff that's going down tonight. Going down tonight, yeah. That's always so, a great event. The food always, is amazing. The, 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 uh, the wine that you pour yep. is amazing. Great, great wine and food experience. Um, raises a lot of money for culinary students. Uh, Michael Mina, Charlie Palmer, who are the headline uh, chefs. They oh, always yes. bring in local chefs, whatever city, we're, city that we're in. Uh, Chrissy Delio from the Delio Group, oh, yes. you know, puts this 
she started this years ago, her Marshall Falk. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was kind of, you know, brought in, you know, to tag along. Well, somebody and, needed, uh, the, we needed the wine, Charles. Got to bring some wine. Got to bring the great wine, man. Uh-huh. Little, lot of, little intercept wine now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great event. It's been going on the last eight years. And uh, it's one of the best events, I think, that I attend during Super Bowl week. And it's awesome. And, you, I, you know, whenever I can make it, that uh, I love being there. And it's a great event. Um, who do you think wins this game? What do you got for me on Sunday? Uh, I like the Rams. Why? I like the Rams. I like the Rams really for, for because of one player. I just got the I just have the utmost respect. Ninety nine or five? Ninety nine. Okay. Ninety nine is when you look at this Bengals team and the thing that they struggle with, of course, it's defensive mm-hmm. line play, being able to get to them. We know what happened in Tennessee. They were able to get to them a bunch of times. But Aaron Donald is just a different deal. He can take this game over. And I think that if he can get to Joe Burrow multiple times, which I think that he will, I think that'll be the thing that'll get to Joe Burrow. Like, I think that that magic will run out in terms of taking the beating that he's taken and continuing to just make plays uh, down the field. And then, of course, the rest of the guys along with him, you know, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller has played lights out in the playoffs. Jalen and those guys, and how about Eric Weddle, a veteran in the backfield? That, how amazing is that? Going from the couch to the Super amazing. Bowl, like couch, that? To, couch to the Super Bowl, and actually getting minutes. Like we all thought, maybe he'd get you know ten, fifteen plays. No, he's playing the whole game. He won't be taken off. Yeah, like no, no. So I, I like it because of the defensive side of the ball, and in particular. Aaron Donald and what I think the, the disruption they'll cause on that offense. Yeah, the sense is he's going to hit Burrow uh, so many times, one of his nines is going to wind up next to one of Burrow's. Wow. <laughs> That's the general wow. sense of this thing right now. Do you like that one? I, w- I would like that. Take that, it. Uh, that, that, <laughs> take that to the Q&A. Take that one. Say, hey, I got an idea. That is what I'm A little saying. magic trick out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, cool. One of his nines is going to come off and just get right on next like to that. That's the idea for that like sort that. of thing. But um, And then Odell, what he's doing too yeah. for, for the Rams. Yeah, happy for Odell. Happy for Matthew Stafford. You know, I've played you know, against Matthew Stafford. Always had a lot of respect for him. He's a tough quarterback, mm-hmm. um, gifted, you know, arm-throwing-wise. And you know what? You come out of you know, Detroit. Detroit's had two of the all-time greats that left the, the team early t- after 10 years, Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it wasn't all on Matthew Stafford. Like, they have some other things organizationally right. that they have to – you know, fix and write. And here he comes into the Rams his first year there during the Super Bowl because he is a good quarterback. And then Odell, he's just proven that he's still one of the best receivers in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, he's taking a, a hit, you know, in terms of media-wise, what he is and what he isn't. But this guy is, is a world-class, you know, wide receiver. And if he gets the matchups, mm-hmm. they're paying attention to Cooper Cup and he's on the outside by himself. They don't have anybody on the outside that can play with Odell, I don't believe. So put all the attention on Cup. Odell should have a good game. Okay. Before I let you go, what what happened at Michigan in the last month? What happened? Do we know? I have, Do you know? I have no idea what happened, but it was the weirdest week of football that I'd ever witnessed at Michigan. You know, the coaches interviewing National Signing Day or whatever, mm-hmm. goes to interview for another job. He comes back. Nope. I'm never looking at the NFL again. I want to coach Michigan. And then the offensive coordinator leaves. And then he writes a nasty little letter. I'm not respected here. And he's going to Miami for the same position. It's like, what are we doing? You know, so I, I'm, I'm clueless to how that all worked out. But you know what? 
still had a good class of recruits. So, Seems like it. Yeah, so yeah. Hey, man, you just got to bring guys in that know how to coach. And yeah, I know. And if there's anybody who could put this toothpaste, you know, the the amazing blue toothpaste back in the tube, it's it's our guy Jim Harbaugh. That's that I believe. But um, you know, I, I imagine he's going to deal with at least a year or two uh, of coaches who are you know coming next in the living room, saying who who was just here? Was that the guy who you know went and talked to Minnesota? <laughs> right. We're not doing that. Right even though they might then turn around the next day and actually do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But Well, I think he tried to clear it up by saying, you know what, I'm done looking at the NFL. So now, you know, you go into, right. you know, a parent's or a kid's home, you're saying, I'm done with the NFL. I'm going to be here for your son. So let's hope that's the truth. How great would it be if they beat Ohio State again next year? Like, because, you know, all Ohio State fans, you must see them all the time. You must know them. You must run into them. You must hear from them. They all think last year was a fluke. Jim, oh, yeah. Jim just screwed it all up because he went and talked and, and just lost these coordinators and we're all in disarray. Right. Go back in there in the horseshoe and do it for a second straight time. I, honestly, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how they would be able to handle that. Well, I know, I know how I would be able to handle it. <laughs> 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 I'd, hand, I'd handle it very well, Rich. I, I really would. Handle, oh, by the way, I, I was living my best life here, honestly. <laughs> it felt From, good, didn't it? Oh, God. Guys, you have no idea how much yeah. trash this guy was talking about. Oh, <laughs> it was great. So, oh, the entire show, I bet. Oh, the entire show. show. Charles, like a For month. month. A month. There, there was month. a Rich Eisen who had never existed before. Rich, who had oh. his own TV show and had Michigan beat Ohio State and had Ohio oh, State become a basketball school oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They become they beat, a stepping cause, stone. Cause they beat, yeah, because they beat Duke you know, in basketball. <laughs> Buckeyes, three days later, I congratulated them on being a basketball school. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. Notre Dame. Notre Dame's guy left. Notre Dame is clearly a stepping stone job. I yeah. was just, oh, oh, God. It was you, the you, best you Rich Eisen ever. Oh, oh, it was great. <laughs> hey, man, when oh, you yeah. have your time to shine, man, you got to let it. Thank you. You got to let, let it shine. Let it Charles, go. he was saying it with his chest for like a month yeah. straight. This yeah. little heart of mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let oh it shine. I love it. Oh my God. Hey, yes. go blue, baby. <laughs> go blue to you. Charles Woodson here on the Rich Eisen Show. Great to see you. Interceptwines.com. Is that where you can go to? to see C- CW Intercept Wines. Very good. Com. Very good. For and for your your Woodsonwhiskey.com. There you go. Is the other. Oh, this man, you know Check exactly how to roll. At Charles Woodson on Twitter and Instagram as well, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Dak when we come back. That rhymed. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Dak Prescott is here. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We're here on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network. And joining us here in person is none other than the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, courtesy of sleep number Dak Prescott. What's up? Good What's to see up? You. Yeah, great to see you. When did you get into town? When'd you I get got in? in yesterday. Okay. I got in yesterday, uh, dinner with the group, um, and then here today. Start to start the day off uh, okay. with a little nationwide, and now uh, the best part to right. see you. Okay, very good. I, I yeah. appreciate you saying that. Now, uh, for those on the radio, you're you're wearing a Dallas hat, but the it's 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 upside down. Is, yeah, it, it is upside that? down. What true, is that? Uh, true brand. It's actually one of my teammates, uh, okay. Bendanucci's brand. Um, so yeah, oh. he took the. Took the dials, took the Ds, flipped them upside down, and uh, he's doing doing pretty well with it. Okay, I'm just wondering if it's is there any um, I guess message that's being sent or anything like that? It's just <laughs> turning it upside down, or is it, it's yeah, just, you, you would have to ask uh, Ben Denucci. Yeah, Ben. It's like a Kyler Murray situation. Should we read into this? I don't know. You see how we everybody? No, we shouldn't read into this. We shouldn't read into this. There's enough of that. No. Shut that down, Chris. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> just shut it down, sir. Shut it down. Um, uh, how how often have you been thinking about the way the season ended, uh, Dak? How often do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, uh, nonstop, honestly, multiple times a day. Um, really? Yeah, I mean, it was tough. Uh, it was tough. I mean, just expecting to go so much further to, to have your season uh, be a lot more than it was uh, and then just for, for it to end so sudden and especially in the way that it did. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tough one to swallow. There, there's certain moments and games and – things that I think will stick with players or, or people for a long time in their right. career. And I think this, this game was one of them. No kidding. For yeah. your career is what yeah, you're Yeah, I mean, thinking. I just – I mean, one. It, we, this was a team that was – I mean, we had everything, right? I mean, it was we, – we thought we were headed in the right direction to do everything that we needed to do uh, to, go, to go get a win. And um, we didn't. And the way, as I said, the way that it ended, uh, it's just one of those that stick to you, those moments that – um, an opportunity that you you'll think about for a long time. That did you let it pass? So, so what in particular do you think of about the ending? That you're like, okay, I wish I'd what slid sooner or something like that, or or how do you play it back in your in your mind? Dad? Yeah, well, I mean, when, when I say this, I mean, I think I'm more so just saying the whole the whole season, the fact okay. that the season ended more than than that last play. But yeah, the last play. I mean, yeah, in, in retrograde, I can say I, I should have went down a second earlier, but in my timing and everything. Um, I thought it was right, but you have to um, you have to prepare for human error in that sense of of whether the ball to be moved or whether two guys running at each other. And um, I'll do that now, obviously. Mm-hmm. So because <laughs> I'm bringing it up, yes, yeah. you know, because yeah. it, it you know, um, and you, as you pointed out, like everything seemed to be set up. Because, you know, um, it, it feels like a million years ago. I mean, Brady's already retired. And uh, but the season opener that night in Tampa and, you know, everyone's wondering how you were going to look and you came out, you threw 400 yards and the whole thing. And and, and right away, I thought, OK, um, I'm not concerned about your leg. Did you at all? Or was that the end of it? That was the end of last year. Page turned week one or there was nothing 
to go on that one. Yeah, no, that was that was for sure the end of it. Uh, I mean, obviously just um, so much rehab and everything that you put in to make sure that you get back healthy uh, for training camp. And then I was able to do that. And then I had the shoulder deal, the lat happened in training camp. So then missing more time uh, that just was trying to get to the season, get to the season healthy and get going. And then when I was able to do that in the first game, that was the test. And that was, as you say, burying the injury. That was, okay, this is behind me. I went out there. I performed the way that I planned to, the way that I expected to. All the hard work, everything that I've put into this uh, is going to pay off. And then, yeah, bury the injury and move forward. But then the one that you suffered in New England that did, in fact, sit you for a game, did, did that linger longer than what was uh, let on? I mean, obviously went on for a couple of weeks. Uh, going on to that bye week, I was able to rest it then, missed the next week out in Minnesota. Um, but I wouldn't say that it, it lingered as long as, as people gave me the excuse of it. Um, I went, went, went through a period in the time right there in the season, just didn't play my best ball. And people try to say it was the calf, and um, the calf got better. I did everything that I needed to do for it to heal. Dak Prescott here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. What do you make of the Super Bowl matchup? What do you think? Uh, it's, a, it's an exciting one. I mean, obviously, the, uh, the Bills who come out, I almost want to say coming out of nowhere, but uh, that wouldn't be fair to say if they've had a, a solid season all year long. And then the Rams, who have invested so much into this team. And, right. Um, yeah, it would be great. I mean, Joe Burrows, he's hot. Uh, um, also offer comeback player of the year. Um, credit to him and just everything that he's done, just his game. And then a guy like Matt Stafford, who's, who's been through it all and finally getting his opportunity. And I'm excited for the matchup. Well, I remember you came into the league and the manner in which you came into the league and not being expected at all to do what you did right. and how well you performed in your first year. Seeing Burrow do what he's doing, what is the challenge? Like, what do you think he's been dealing with that he has um, aced in a way that you were able to show everybody that you you could take on that challenge the way you did? Yeah, the just the speed in. of the game. I mean, I think that's everybody when, when you wonder about a rookie quarterback or a young quarterback coming into the NFL and will he have success is can he do it at the speed of the game? Uh, and Joe's shown that. I mean, just from the way he finished at LSU, just to come in, the rookie year he was having before getting hurt, to, to now uh, leading his team to the Super Bowl, he plays at – the game, he slows the game down to his pace, and I think that's what you have to do as a quarterback is make people play to, to your level, uh, and he's been doing that, and he's been, he's been on fire. He's been pretty impressive to watch. Right. So um, you've played in this building. You beat the Chargers in this building. Um, it's a, I mean, walking into SoFi, it's for, as a fan, it's yeah. like looking into VR goggles. I mean, what is it like to, for these guys to be playing in this building? It's a great think? stadium. It's my second favorite place, uh, only behind AT&T, and I just think okay. it's, uh, yeah, I think it's beautiful. I love the... The wraparound um, scoreboard or whatever you say, I like the fact that it's open, but it's got the top on it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Okay. Great venue. Is that why you're saying that because it was kind of a home game for you too <laughs> out here? You're saying that as well? A little bit. I mean, yeah, not many places that the Cowboys don't go that you can't somewhat say it's a home game. I mean, the number of Cowboy fans that were in the building that day is off the charts. Yeah, it was you fun. Know, it is like that. Is there an issue with playing at home? It seems like you guys – play crisper on the road is there something to that at all you're looking at me like i'm crazy yeah a little bit okay. thinking thinking it's all right like, yeah no. Um, <laughs> no i mean like it, it it does seem like when you guys are on the road that you're uh, it's a much crisper game that uh I, I don't i don't know if it's the building or anything like that or nothing. yeah no, i mean yeah no nothing i can't i can't give you any correlation well, i'm sure because you're getting a great night's sleep on your sleep number bed at home i'm sure it's exactly it's a, <laughs> you know Exactly okay. right. When you sleep in that sleep number bed before the home games, you know, it's... Okay. Uh, what's, your, what's your sleep number? My sleep number is a 60. You know what, Dak? I knew I liked you. Are you the same? Yes. There we go. I am. I am. 
Yes. It's, it's perfect. It's just it, it's, it's just right. Just right. Yeah, just, just enough give. But absolutely right. Yeah, in the same know, sense. Yeah, my wife's is 70. <laughs> just the 10 numbers apart, but it, yeah. it's the world of difference. Do you have the split See? in the bed? What do you What do you mean? The, what, the what bed that splits? I mean, do you get over there at 70? <laughs> obviously, right? If it makes sense. No, it's, there's there's no like actual split in the bed. Um, thank God. Um, but no, like yeah, I've I've got the 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 whole thing going on. Oh, you've got to get the one with the split so y'all can you know raise the raise the top up. Okay. You can you know. It's been a while since I've talked sleep number on this program, and I'm not just saying that as a passive aggressive thing to the <laughs> folks who are actually sitting here with you. But uh, if there is any advent that I need to know, uh, it'll be fantastic. You know, yeah, I know some people. We can uh, yeah, clearly. <laughs> I think they're sitting right over there. But sixty, yeah, that I, this is amazing. Yeah. All right, we're simpatico when it comes to that. Uh, Dak Prescott here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. So, what do you make of um, Jerry Jones? By the way. That's a great way to start the sentence. Uh, what do you make of Jerry Jones saying um, that Dan Quinn is head coaching material? And did you hear that? Did you I hear didn't say hear that. that. No, yes, I didn't. Did. I didn't. That Dan Quinn coming back, he's a, he's a head coaching material. And Sean Payton was that once back in the day. And Jason Garrett was once that back in the day. And Quinn, Dan Quinn's like that. And when brought up to him, like, hey, you know, what, are you, what do you think your current head coach thinks about that? He's like, well, Mike is my head coach. He's my guy. Mm -hmm. But uh, he knows that someday he won't be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys anymore. What do you make of something like that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, that's obvious. I mean, obviously, coach won't be coaching uh, coaching us for forever. But uh, they, Coach McCarthy has done a great job just with the culture of this team. So, um, what has he done? Like, what's been different on that front? Yeah, I mean, just the culture, just the, just our messaging, um, just the way, it's just our brotherhood and our locker room. Um, I've never been a part of a team where there was. On offense and defense, it was the same. You you would have thought a defensive end was uh, was in the same position group as a receiver, just from how close and the camaraderie camaraderie of the group. And I credit coach for um, just investing so much into that, and just in the timing and in the planning and everything that we do in our scheduling to make sure that that we're as close in its of a team as we need to be. Uh, and in the same sense, the coaches are are that as well. So I say that is. Coach McCarthy knows exactly the kind of coach Dan Quinn is. Uh, we all do as players, and even us on offense, we know his impact. We know how, how great of a leader is he is that he is. And, I mean, he's a coach that took his team to a Super Bowl. So, I mean, I think it's a no-brainer in that he's a head coach material. Um, but, but right now, obviously, we're, we're all following McCarthy. Yeah, I know. And, and I've heard, though, that, that Quinn and McCarthy are, like, actually really tight. Oh, yeah. Like, that they're... You know, for and, sure. that, and I know you, again, for the radio audience, you're looking at me like I'm a little crazy, but the, from the outside, it's like, you know, Quinn's here. He was looking for another job. He's coming back. McCarthy, the season didn't end the way it is. And Jerry saying stuff like this, that they're, that they might actually be thinking the knives are out for each other. But I've been told it's the exact opposite between the two of them. Yeah, it's the, I would say the exact opposite. Um, just those are two men that um, have a lot of respect for one another. They take a lot of pride in their job and, um, they have a great working relationship, so I can guarantee you that their their ears aren't anywhere outside of the building or what's on uh, what's most important. Well, you strike me as also a positive guy, though, Jack. You know, so you're, again, you strike me as a positive yeah, I mean, guy. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm make sure that that we're not, uh, you know, as you said, the knives that are now between our head coach and our DC. That, that that's so false. Okay. So false. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, what pisses you off? What actually pisses you off? People cutting you off in traffic. I mean, like, I'm, I'm just throwing open to anything, like literally, because you're such mm. a positive guy. And I'm a very positive guy, too, and I know I'm asking you a negative question. things that piss me like, off, what, for sure. Like, what is that? What is it? What is um, it? Eagles fans. 
<laughs> I wouldn't say I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't say. Don't say. Don't say. Don't say. Don't say don't say don't say don't that's my bad. Excuse that's my bad. Don't let, yeah, yeah. They don't piss me, me off. Don't get in his helmet. Don't get in his helmet. Stop it. What is it? Let me see. Something that pisses me off. Yeah. Is anything the other day or anything happens or what? What upsets you? You know, that's that's a, that's a great question. I think okay. it depends on my mood. Um, you know, okay. just uh, you know how um, how maybe ag- agitated I am or less okay. agitated. But I think a good one just to what is it is uh, almost just 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 as you said, people assuming, people talking and assuming things, assuming they know the the locker room or that relationship, or assuming they know me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say assuming. Yeah, because you know what you do when you you assume, it right? It makes it makes yeah. uh, you know. Well, mm-hmm. actually, do you have do you have the uh, the uh, Michael Irvin drop that he used the other day? <laughs> he you know, Michael, it. Michael. Well, I'm I'm going to play off it. Uh, that Michael said this about the Dallas Cowboys practicing and the last L.A. Super Bowl here, and he had the best practice ever. And this is after that practice, he knew what they were going to do to the da- the uh, Buffalo Bills. Hit it. We gonna spank that. Hey, out of you and me. That's it. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's our new favorite drop on the show. And again, I'm a host on live television with Michael Irvin, and sometimes what's out of his mouth, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm going to handle this sort of thing. So I just kind of go with the flow. But it doesn't piss me off. Slow drivers piss me off. Mm. Slow drivers piss me off. Are you, when, when somebody drive again, Dak Prescott, you're driving, somebody's slow, do you look at the driver that's slow just so you could get a see of what they look like? <laughs> I do, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You definitely I have just want to get inside the, the whole, okay, so you do that. So we're, so we got our sleep number settings the same. That's the same. Um, I don't know what else might be the possibly the same. What do you pineapple think? Pineapple on pizza? Uh, pineapple, again, no. okay. No. That pisses me off. No. That's out too. Uh, oh gosh. How about this? Um, uh, um, when you fumble through the end zone, the ball goes back to the defense. Mm, that's a. What do you think? If have, have you have you ever fumbled through the end zone? Is no. Okay. Uh, yeah. Knock on wood. No, no, I know that. Yeah, I don't mean to put that thought in your head. I'm sorry, TJ. I mean to put that thought in. I'll put that on him. Like he knock. That pisses me off so bad because I like. Let's just. What say, do you think? It should just go right back to where he fumbled it. Here we go. No. What it should be a reverse touchback. You get it. It's down in distance. Uh, same down in distance, but from the twenty yard line. Reverse touchback. So it's first and goal from the eight, right? Yeah. You're going in. You're trying. You're trying. Dak Prescott, you were trying to score because that's what you do as yeah. a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. You're expected to score. You're expected to win. You go for the you, – you leap for the end zone. Ball comes out or what have you, and it goes through the end zone. Defense that you have just beaten up for, say, 10 plays, yeah. right? They don't get rewarded. Yeah. What's up with that? So you get the ball back on your own 20-yard line. What do you think about that one? I like that. Very good. Yeah. Do you think the overtime rules should change? Yeah, I think it has to in the sense. Uh, I mean, I think it's I think it's a an okay rule. I mean, I'm I'm a big uh, tradition guy, right? It's been what it is. We don't have to be the same as college, right? NFL is NFL, college is college. It's mm-hmm. a team game. Trust your defense to to make a play. But um, after you know, after not seeing Josh Allen get the ball in his hand, happened years ago where Mahomes didn't get the ball in his hand. Uh, I think it's tough. I think you, you you've got to give the offense a chance, regardless. How about this one? Here's my here's our fix. Um, that the opening coin toss of the game, if you win it and mm-hmm. you elect to start on offense, you start in the first quarter and you start in overtime if it goes. And if you defer, then you get it, obviously, after halftime, which so many teams want to do these days. Yep. Uh, but you then give the ball to the team, to, you know, your opponent to start the game, but you in also overtime. give it to them. So you know in advance who's got the ball first. It's not a coin flip. And then you play a full quarter. Yeah, and you play. Oh, a full so you quarter. play the you play the quarter out regardless. Yeah, that's what you do. 
I like that. That's not that bad. means you're going to get the ball. Because if you say to somebody, hey, you, you're going to get to touch it second, right? Yeah. You're not going to want to start overtime with the ball yourself, right? You're going to want to know if you've got to go score a touchdown. See what but I'm if saying? the quarter's not over, I mean, I can get two possessions regardless, right? Now that's a strategy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Let's go. go. We fixed it. Yeah. You're Something welcome. to talk about. Here you go. You go run, tell that. You've got power in the league. Um, so sleep number, <laughs> tell me more about what you're doing with them. Yeah, I mean, Ben's been a uh, partner sleep number for for five, going on five years wow, now. Wow, that's some great sleep for five yeah, years. Yeah, so okay. amazing sleep for five years. Uh, okay. Obviously calculating and keeping up my information, so it's proven quality sleep. Um, but not only that, just taking the next step and trying to find my competitive edge uh, within the sleep. And um, great people at sleep number have given me a resource. And Dr. Peter Polos, who um, from everything of your heart rate, uh, um, maybe you're wondering why you're waking up in and out of sleep, can be a resource to, uh, to help me. Um, so now they've helped me with that, given me that competitive edge. Uh, and just obviously just the recovery, the bed has, has been great for me. Just after going through the injury and going through the offseason and um, not being able to go and see numbers and stats, but, but, but going and getting my workout in and getting my um, rehab in and feeling the improvement and feeling the recovery Time and time again, uh, yeah, I'm blessed to be a partner of Sleep Number, and they take uh, they should take a lot of pride in in my success. Well, uh, congratulations on your success. Uh, so just to wrap up, don't assume, right? Don't assume. That's, that's exactly right. Don't assume right. around you. Yep. Um, and because everything's copacetic, right? Everything's good. Always. in Dallas, you're going back in there, and uh, you'll be in the Super Bowl next year. Yeah. Right? There you go. Right? Yeah. Okay. For sure. There you go. So uh, tweet that out. Uh, at Dak, right? Dak predicts Super Bowl <laughs> right. championship. There you go. Yeah. You still have, like, the underscore on Instagram, though, right? Don't you? No, I think I'm just at we on are, Instagram. Uh, yeah, on Instagram, well, I've got the underscore. I like what, the underscore. What do you mean? No. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> you don't have it? You're just, just at Rich? No, I just, uh, I'm at Rich Eisen, because I would never want somebody, well, first of all, I don't have the same, like, a name like Dak, where you could just go by your first name and people know what you're yeah. talking about. But, I mean, I wouldn't want some other Dakota or Dak out there going Usually. by at Dak. That's you know? true. That's what I was just saying. Get rid of the underscore. Yeah, I think I checked it out. It's definitely not a Dakota or somebody like it's that. That's what it says. Just who's, who's running around with your, your handle? Yeah, I don't, I've got to go. I don't know. Well, we'll find Team, let's get on it. That person, <laughs> at Dak. See, first instance, if at Dak removes all of the Dallas Cowboys oh, from that person's Instagram page and they'll assume it's you, yeah, that's a problem. Be, yeah, right? it's true. You say, don't it's forget true. the underscore. Just confirming, though, you do follow the Cowboys on Instagram. I do correct? follow the Cowboys okay, you have an and no one else. <laughs> Got it. Okay, that's okay. it. Yeah. And all of your Cowboys right. photographs are on Instagram. They will stay there. Okay. Very good. 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 It's good to hear. Run, tell that. Uh, <laughs> at Dak on Twitter, at Dak underscore for Dak on Instagram. See, that's a mouthful. Sorry. All right. No, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All's good. All's good. Thanks for coming on, Dak. Always Thanks appreciate it. You bet. That's Dak Prescott here on the Rich Eisen Show. Your phone calls and more to wrap things up. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, NetSuite by Oracle is a sponsor of the Rich Eisen Show. If you uh, want to upgrade, go to netsuite.com slash rich right now. Um, good stuff, everybody. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Uh, some good folks have been hanging on for a long time. Stephen Long Island here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Steve? Long. Rich! Hey! hey. Steve! What's going on? <laughs> They took your trophy away. Can't yes. see your reflection anymore. I know. But whatever. Hey, listen. TJ. Yes, sir. TJ, this is your day. I don't care what any of you say. It really Dr. is. Carden, your Dallas Cowboy. I think February 10th, every year, you should have someone on. A day of remembrance. Or whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I dedicate this day to TJ Jefferson. I love your sneakers, man. Appreciate you, brother. But, uh, oh my gosh, anyway, what a day. What a day for TJ. That trade, enormous. Love it. And and Rich. Yes, sir. It's ironic that you've been uh talking about um the sleep number beds. Yes, sir. Because according to Dion You know what your sleep number is? <laughs> don't say it, don't say it. Don't say it. What is it? Three hundred and sixty five days. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Wow. That's Steve in Long Island. <laughs> what a contribution by Steve in Long Island. Oh, we all thought that number was going to be different. Zero. Let's talk about Chrome Soft, shall we? Uh, when Callaway, Callaway engineered Chrome Soft to be the best tour ball, it didn't just make the best players better. It's made everyone better, and I'm one of the everyone. And there's women golfers and first-time major winners and repeat major winners and club champions and business golfers and hackers like me. Chrome Soft family's got the best performance for every type of performance. I use a Chrome Soft. More distance and incredible forgiveness. I can even sense the difference. Anybody who's a little bit better looking for more workability, there's Chrome Soft X. Tour level short game control. Chrome Soft XLS gives you a lower spin golf ball on longer shots, firmer feel, but still with the high spin around the greens that you need. Now, every Chrome Soft is enhanced with precision technology, which uses design techniques and manufacturing specifications up to one one thousandth of an inch. This ensures they're the highest quality, most consistent, fastest golf balls possible. When you add it up, it's pretty simple. Chrome Soft is better for the best and better for everyone. Find out which Chrome Soft is right for you at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. Let's go back to the uh, phone lines. Uh, Chris in Cincinnati. What's up, Chris? You there, Chris? Uh, this is Eric. So oh, oh, oh my God! Uh, <laughs> like, who is Chris? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, sorry about that, Eric. Yeah, you know, Eric. Honestly, <laughs> <it's probably laughs> like yesterday, <laughs> yesterday you you, you wrote down. You, it was a guy talking about the Titans, and you want to talk about the, well the, when they talk. You, you wrote Vikings. down Vikings. <laughs> it sounds. It's very garbled. Did I not ask you to repeat a couple times because I couldn't hear you? 
I'm pretty sure you did, but even if so, Eric and Chris are syllable difference. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, you got a point. He's I'm, not I'm wrong. He's, not He's wrong. like, regardless. Oh, my Sorry. gosh. Sorry, Eric. What's up, Eric? It's all good. I'm glad you guys squeezed me in. I know Thank it's uh, hard to get in Super Bowl week, so I'm glad there's still a you couple of seconds here for me. Sure. What's up? So, a couple of days ago, you were saying if this team won, would they be the best team in, in Cincinnati history? And Brockman basically just dismissed the big red machine saying no one remembers them well does anyone remember the doomsday defense or the steel curtain those are teams in the 70s that won Mm -hmm. uh that that red team as you know uh still the last national league team to repeat as a a world series champion Mm. um and if you were to go to this this small site called baseball reference you would see that that 76 team led the league in Uh. runs hits doubles triples homers Stolen bases, average, on-base, slugging, and total bases. So, Dude. Brockman, in the words of Jerry Jones, get your damn act together. Yes. Yes. Chris or Eric, whoever you are. <laughs> whatever, whatever your name well is. Whatever your name is. Go Bengals. Oh. <laughs> Big red machine. Dude. Yeah, they were a monster. They, yeah, they crushed were my, my, yeah. they crushed they were my seven-year-old soul. A whole decade. 76. George Foster is a name we didn't even yeah. mention either. They were insane. Monster. He's on George Foster. Ken was Griffey incredible. Senior. And guess what? Joe Burrow wins Sunday. Immediate statue. Immediate legend. Immediately better than all those teams. I don't <laughs> believe that. He's just hot taken. <laughs> home team, visiting team, your fantasy team. No matter who you root for, we're all on the same team when it comes to COVID-19. BioNTech and Pfizer remind you to please consider getting vaccinated. Okay, Rich. Eight minutes to go in the NBA trade deadline. Yes, sir. Porzingis. Oh. Out, Dallas shipping him to the mm-hmm. Wizards for Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. See ya, dude. Two guys I have back, on my fantasy team. Back in the East, Porzingis. Back in the East, all the Nick fans were like, "Oh, don't trade him! Don't trade him!" Then he goes to the. I mean, I guess that lasted two seconds. Luca and uh, Porzingis. Long. All right. Wizards are in the mix, huh? Wizards are in the mix. They lose Bradley Beal. They gain a they gain a Porzingis. Nuts. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, Lakers. Seven more. And the, the Lakers, Lakers have done, done nothing. nothing, by the way. Oh, the Lakers man. have done nothing. Good. Stan Pat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said that loud. Mike, I thought this was off. Is it, Mike, I thought this was off. Is your mic on? Now I know you're talking about Super Bowl week with hot takes and saying the Bengals yeah, would be the big greatest Cincinnati team ever fun. over the Big Red fun. Machine, but. If the Lakers do nothing today, oh, baby. it'll be like the Rams are in the what? Yeah. In this town for 24 hours. Yeah. Seven. The Rams are, are in the who what? The Lakers just lost in Portland and, and, and LeBron know, got time. clocked so hard yeah. at one point that he sat down. I think he thought it was the bench he was sitting down on and he sat in a seat of a patron. Did you see that video yeah, last wa- night? I was watching the game. And last that is night. just the image of the year for the Lakers. Yeah. Like LeBron is dazed and confused as to what the hell's happening. They lost to a team gutting its roster. I know. And they and, and the people who they gutted it for to fill out their roster now hadn't arrived yet. Hadn't arrived yet. Not and even the Lakers playing. lost to that team. Ridiculous. And Russell Wilson and Russell Russell Westbrook is talking. You know, like he's uh, out. I, didn't I play last night. Well, he's like, I don't know started. when I'm in. I don't know what the rotations are. You know, the coaches and the coaching staff, not our coaches and coaching staff. Like you could hear like the language. If the Lakers do nothing 
this town will be like, so what's here on Sunday and who's playing in it? (laughs) And then the Rams will say, whose house is it? Our house. And then they go win the damn thing. We got one more day left. Tomorrow's show, Ron Rivera, Sean Payton in studio. Travis Kelsey will be on the program as well as Trey Lance. I want to thank today's guests, Troy Aikman, Dak Prescott, Chris Berman, Deion Sanders, Charles Woodson on this program, all of them in studio studio except Deion and TJ Jefferson. I don't know what you're doing the rest of the day. I'd go play a lottery ticket of some something. sort. <laughs> Maybe I should just go home and hide now because something bad. Whatever you happen. do, though, don't drive. Don't drive slow in front of Dak Prescott. Oh, at you least, can't do that. I mean, at least he's an upbeat guy. He's all positive. At least he does stare down people who drive slowly when <laughs> yes. he passes by. Yeah, very good. Okay, this is Mike Del Tufo's way of being passive aggressively saying he's already seen the rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs>